0: Ready. I'm always ready. (laughs) That's right, you (laughs) geeks. Welcome into the Echo Screen, the official podcast of the Clan of the Grey Wolf. Get rid of that headset. Whoops. You don't need that. I'm being professional. Don't be professional. That's completely antithetical to this entire podcast. And anyway, as always, I am your host, the Commodore. What are you ringing today? Ding, ding. Perfect. I'm ringing
1: my multicolored armlet of doom.
0: And with me is the ever-ready... Always affable, <laughs> Rue. How you doing, Rue?
1: I'm good with my Coca-Cola Cherry Zero. They're not
0: sponsors of the show. Turn that can around.
1: Oh damn it! They should be.
0: I know. We got to we got to contact our people. They should be. They should be sponsors of the show, if you ask me. Anyway, uh, hello everybody. Great to see you again. Hi, um, Doctor Nick. Hi, Doctor Nick. That's not me. I am, in fact, not Doctor Nick. Um, so we're gonna do what we always do. Here in the, the Echo screen. Live, try to take over the world. Which is try to take over the world. And after we take over the world, we're going to play a lot of Minecraft. <sighs> no, we're not going to do any of those <laughs> things. But what we are going to do is we're going to talk about, we're going to split things into sections, right? We talk about the news. Slow jam. Or something like that resembles the that's news. That's what
1: you're supposed to do nowadays, I hear. That's the what, newsish. That's what the kids tell the me. The newsy
0: things. Then we're going to get into our actual topic, which is what? You didn't get briefed on the topic, did you? No. Did someone tell you what the
1: topic was? Video games? Yes, video games. Yes! We're actually
0: talking tonight about video games. But specifically, we're talking about the story of video games. As in narrative.
1: In ah, video, games. video game narratives. Video game narratives. Has the story changed? Which is just a really... I thought that was pretty clever nah. when I wrote it. it I don't think it's very good now, you were tired when of I wrote that it, night, you? when I wrote it, I thought it was good. <laughs> I, now I don't.
0: Now I'm not so sure. Anyway, so we'll we'll do that, and then we will move into the third section yes. of our show, which happens to be many people's favorites. My favorite. my favorite's the news, but I, I don't know what the rest of people's. Most people's favorites are the question and answer session, which is otherwise Q and A, otherwise known as Q and A, which is you can ask us anything you want to ask us. Could be about video games, could be about the topic we talk about tonight,
1: could be about anything in general. Have you ever gone Reddit?
0: I can't. Yes. Ask me anything. I it's yeah. not question and answer time yet. No, you've You've, oh, jumped, you've jumped way ahead <laughs> in the show. And you've busted up the news section
1: with the question and answer section. Oh, toonami. People are talking about tsunami. Well, whatever. Well, anyway. well, let's throw out whatever we're going to talk about on the news <laughs> and we'll talk about tsunami. <laughs> um, Tsunami was amazing. What you else remember Tsunami? I didn't like Toonami.
0: You didn't like Toonami? Yeah. I love Tsunami. Like, was like what swim. got me watching uh, really Cartoon liked, Central or never, Cartoon
1: Network, or Cartoon whatever it was.
0: Central. I mixed two things. I up. I
1: like the Cartoon Central and then the Comedy uh, Station. Comedy Station Network. Yeah. Get off my lawn. In between
0: my prunes. Um. Yes. Well, so what did you, what did you not like about Tsunami?
1: I don't know. What were the shows on it again?
0: Dude, I used to love. To, so, Toonami was awesome when they had Voltron. Thundercats, Silverhawks. What else did it have? I don't even remember. Oh. I didn't
1: watch any of those.
0: Oh. What the hell is wrong with
1: you? I was busy having a life.
0: No, I was. That's not true. Dude, it was. (laughs) I know. What the (laughs) hell are you talking about? You owned a GameCube. No one that owned a GameCube had a life.
1: Hey, you weren't arguing when we were playing some Smash Brothers Melee. Correct. Which, which, if you watch the Weekly Ringer from this week, you know
0: is. Probably the most difficult of the three, and the most could be the most fun if you're competitive, which we are. Hey, we're anyway, in time. We're you're the one that went news. to Q and A before <laughs> the news section, so don't talk to me. All right. In any case, um, yes, we will in de- indeed today talk about video game narratives and the story and how that's changed over time and uh, all kinds of other fun stuff. In fifteen so, minutes. In fifteen minutes. But now we're gonna talk about news. <clears throat> so. Let's talk about the thing... The I guess the, the biggest element today. Today is the 16th. That would make yesterday... The 17th. The 15th. Damn it. You need to go watch Back to the Future.
1: Oh. P-
0: and the 15th. Oil. Two very big games coming out this year came out yesterday at the same time. Pokemon? Pokemon and Pokemon. Kirby's Air Ride. Part 3. Neither of those things happened. Damn it. Um, I wish I had one of those little, eh, buttons. Avagantthamos. I need to get one on my on it. my phone.
1: Avagantthamos. Avagantthamos.
0: What? I you weren't even speaking English. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not my fault. Oh, Avaganthalmos. Right. Diablo three happened. That is. That's yeah. good. Yeah, that's it's good. like
1: the news of the year because everyone's freaking out, and I'm like, I don't care.
0: Diablo three happened, and Zombie Gadget nailed it. Max Payne three happened. <clears throat> no, not Game of Thrones. I've heard that's just absolutely awful. What? The game? Game of Thrones? Thrones, The RPG? The Game of Thrones game? No, no, no. Not Game of Thrones game strategy. Game of Thrones game RPG made by the same company.
1: Your burps stink. Just so you know. Hey, thank our sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, they're not sponsors yet? So, the point about... Okay, I don't know how you can miss this if you're all into video games, but Diablo 3 launched yesterday... Yeah. Yesterday? Yesterday. Two days ago. No, yesterday. You're right. Yeah, yesterday... And had a giant cluster, something, bad word, because of the DRM. I guess you'd call it DRM involved with the game. You have to be connected to a Blizzard server to play the single-player game. Battle.net. Yes. Yes. And they weren't ready for that apparently. They were not. Because and for almost a full day, anyone who bought Diablo three and was ready to go. It was a cluster pluck. Yeah. Yes. Cluster pluck. <laughs> Got that's, error, that's the scientific term. Error 37. Meaning there was, there was problems. Too much traffic. Full capacity. Blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. And so that became a trending Twitter topic and a big giant joke. And Blizzard <laughs> really doesn't care. Blizzard Activision because they're still rolling in the money. Correct. In their giant um, money bin up in Duckburg. Right. Their so, they're, so, they're giant money cats. So what is, what is the uh, moral of the story? The moral of the story is you're gonna get screwed regardless. So no. No. Just whine about it. Well, I mean that could be. <laughs> I, I would I would say more
0: along the lines though that it's more a, you know, look it's it's a tough job, guys. Right. I mean, look at what's happening to 30, There's another piece of news. What's happening to thirty-eight studios right now? Well, hey, um, wait, wait, wait,
1: you're you're skipping around.
0: No, no, no. no I'm but I'm, I'm using this as, as an example. You better
1: connect this well. Thirty-eight
0: studios has to. First of all, they're, they're designing two games at the same time, which is, I think, their biggest problem. But anyway, the issue is, just like with every game, 38 Studios, Blizzard, everyone out there has to be able to forecast what they think their capacity will be based on user counts, right? Mm-hmm. Based on how many you know boxes they ship and then how many of those boxes they think they'll sell week 1. Now why would they care about this? Because you don't want to just buy all the infrastructure immediately to support maximum capacity because that is a tremendous waste of money. And especially if you're Blizzard Activision where you know, you want to maximize your investment here, you want to make sure you follow the trajectory of the game. Now, the issue I have with it is that me included, I was a part of the beta the, the beta test for Diablo 3. Really? So I played for the beta weekend. How come I didn't know about and this? And the whole point of the free beta weekend was so they could test the viability of their servers.
1: Yeah, but those beta tests are always... But the reason that There's they made it free... always issues and they never seem to... But the reason
0: that they them. made it free and the reason that they passed yeah. it out to everybody in the universe was because they wanted to test the maximum capacity of their servers. What they, were they yeah. doing? Yeah, I mean, what were they doing? Laughing the in their mind. And by then. the way, I don't know if any of you were part of the public beta, but they shut down here in the East Coast for about a day. So during the public beta, most of the time, I could actually play. I actually had time to sit down and play during a Saturday. No Diablo for you. Couldn't get in. Couldn't get in.
1: That makes me. That would make me sad if I cared about Diablo.
0: But ask me if I'm buying Diablo three.
1: Are you buying Diablo three? Hell
0: yes, I'm buying Diablo well, three.
1: That's my point. Is what is it? Okay, yeah, people complain about DRM, blah 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 blah, blah and they make fun jokes about. This it on is Twitter. not a DRM
0: issue. This well, is an issue about connectivity, uh, right?
1: that really depends on who you ask. It's an issue about connectivity, I think right? Most. Hey, people in the chat, is it a DRM issue or is it a connectivity issue? Well, I mean, let's sound di- off. But let's
0: differentiate as to what it actually is, right? So, Blizzard. And, and Activision want you to be connected so that they can, they can absolutely, they can detect whether you're using a legitimate copy of the game. But one of the things that they're trying to do is basically tie the, the experience into something that is continuous, regardless of what you have loaded on your P- PC, right? So gone are the, the days where you have, you know, the game on your PC, you have save games, and you put those on a USB stick and you try to bring them wherever you go, no matter how you, and when you reinstall the game. So now, no, no matter how far in the future you might want to go play Diablo Three, you will always be able to continue with that characters that you had, with the experience that you had, regardless of whether you buy a new computer, whether Diablo Three moves to a different console, whatever the case might so be. So you think it's a good thing? I think it's a great thing.
1: Oh, that's that's a bit of the alternate. I think view. it's a great thing, and I and I think I think it's a great thing. But let, let, let's say this. But it's a pain in the butt. What if you what if you can't connect to the server? What if your internet? If off? you
0: bought the game. And they couldn't handle the capacity. Then Blizzard screwed up, and that sucks, right? But if we're talking, that's different than saying the concept of having people always connected sucks, right? Heroes six. No, Heroes six. Of Might six and Magic. of them. Six. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Heroes, okay. yeah, it's it's actually Might and Magic Heroes six is what the game oh, is called. Okay. It- requires the same exact thing. And I have that game and it's I I actually like the fact because when you go up there you create, you know, you gain experience when you unlock certain achievements and it's all the Xbox Live model, right? I mean
1: Microsoft's got it figured out. Sonic Rose has a good point about even Steam lets lets her offline most of her games play offline. That's
0: true, but and and I think I think it's fair to say that it's possible, but it's not a long term solution. So you can play Steam games offline, but it's not the same experience as when you play online. Right? I will say I doubt this is gonna be much of an issue going forward. Not at all. Because everyone's gonna to go to this. And I would contend uh, again it's not because of D R M. It's because this is this really? is the twenty
1: first century, guys. I think it's I think it's maybe killing two birds with one stone. Fair enough. At the very least. Fair enough. Because they don't like the pirates are they don't like the pirates, but but think about your consoles,
0: right? When your consoles, the console started the model for which PC gaming is having to emulate. Why? Because consoles are successful and PC gaming is not, by and large, right? So, if I look at a console, what does it mean? It means I'm always connected. Now, I can have my own little experience offline, but
1: I can't even get things like patches
0: or fixes in the game unless I'm connected to Xbox Live or PSN.
1: Well, yeah, but you can't not play the game if you don't get those patches. That's true. That's true. Do you think this is something that we're going to see in the next generation of consoles? I
0: think it's I think it's absolutely going to be there. And I think the reason why is because the experience is going to be fun. People don't want... So, with the way people make games now, they make them... And, and for better or for worse, this, I'm not saying this is a good thing, guys. That people make games that aren't 100% complete yet. They haven't worked all the bugs out. They haven't done all the playtesting yet. So, people are releasing stuff that isn't quite done. Well, yeah. And needs to be patched. And needs to be fixed. And in order to be connected, they want to ensure that you have the best product. Otherwise, you could be pissed off. You buy you buy this game, you spend all this money, and it doesn't work the right way, you know?
1: Well, I think JSC 315 has a very interesting point. And this is why I don't fully trust cloud storage, yeah. at least as an only option. Mm-hmm. If your internet goes down or their server goes down, there's a lot of things that could happen. It's kind of magical that we have uh, electrons shooting at the speed of light around the globe that magically yes. transfer our voice and... And our, our audio and video to people across the world. If anything goes wrong along that thing, you're kind of screwed. So yes, so but it, that's why I'm not super. I don't like cloud storage as an only option for storage, and I don't like this idea for you have to be online to play your game. But I mean, all right, so fair enough. But you could, you could the say the same 25 thing. Five years from now, and the servers are gone.
0: Then what? I would say it's a much more viable option than it is to put it on a floppy disk but or it, put it on a. CD. Then again, on the uh, USB apparently thumbprint.
1: there's uh, talk of uh, pirates uh, making emulated servers so you can play it regardless. Well, that was the
0: whole point, right? So the whole, but the whole point of. Mercia of fan servers. Think about think about the very first days of internet piracy with things like games, right? One of the things that people argued about backing up, it, or even like emulators, like Super Nintendo, things like that, right? Was the people said, look, this is not illegal. We're making huge archives of these games so that people can enjoy these games, right? Yeah. There's a point there because it's not illegal to archive any of this stuff, right? So at a certain
1: point... Uh, it's at least murky. The point the is... The point hasn't been really pushed on, on I, ROMs. It, it, hasn't been, it hasn't been pushed. Old Nintendo My point
0: is Nintendo Nintendo. no one's getting sued over the idea of, of making an archive, which is why back in the day... Everyone was calling them, here's a game for your archive. Just back right? it up on your zip drive. Yeah, here's your archive. <laughs> it's just for your archives, right? This is not for you to play Mario Brothers. This is for you to put in your archives. Anyway, neither not the point. The point is cloud as internet connectivity, and I'm not even gonna call it internet connectivity, I'm just gonna call it net connectivity.
1: Net 2.0. becomes
0: as you no, as <sighs> becomes as ubiquitous as telephone service. Power service, water service, whatever. Utilities, in other words. This becomes much less of an issue. Okay. If your water turns off, you can survive for a couple days, and then your water comes back on. It's never just all the way off, right?
1: What if this civilization collapses? If civilization collapses, you have
0: much bigger problems than being able to play your Diablo 3 game. I disagree. Okay.
1: With our oh, civilization collapse! <laughs> I think I like to go
0: play some Diablo three
1: right now. Well, if civilization collapse. I'd have to play some City instead because I like those No, you need to buy games. a gun
0: and build a fence. No civilis- That's the whole point.
1: Civilization. No, it's the, no, it's Get not. It.
0: No, it's not. It's not good. It's, it's not be- a good joke. Hey,
1: with our four minutes left, you got another okay. news item to talk about. I do. So
0: let's talk about Thirty Eight Studios.
1: Okay, That's so Thirty Eight Studios in four minutes. That's gonna be quick. Okay, let's see. Number one. Let's see. We Number got, one is Square Enix. Uh, Number yep, two num- is Nintendo.
0: Uh, I mean. I I don't no, leave them out. I don't okay, really want to talk uh, about them. Keep going. Um, yeah, no, so 38 Studios, the studio that most of you probably know was started by the very famous Boston Red Sox pitcher Kurt Schilling, uh-huh. who was at PAX East. Big surprise. It was right down in his neighborhood. Yeah, I know. Um, who walked actually through, talked
1: very... Walks across the street. Music. Yeah.
0: So uh, uh, a few years back, oh six, I believe, Kurt Schilling actually began his own company called 38 Studios to create an MMORPG because he loves them so much and wanted to make one with all the problems fixed. Because as many of us think oh, if I could make this game it would be so much better.
1: Apparently it's difficult to make a video game. Uh,
0: Yeah, it is. And Kurt Schilling thought it I'm not saying Kurt Schilling thought it was easy. But Kurt Schilling clearly didn't understand how hard it is. The point is they went to developing two games. One game that was multi-platform and was an RPG a la Skyrim launched months weeks even after Skyrim. And one that is based in the same universe, but is an MMORPG. Now, in order to make them move, in, don't. Sorry, in order <laughs> okay. to make them Completely move, distracted. Right, in order to make them move to help stimulate the economy in Rhode Island, which apparently is hurting, despite Shot. the best efforts of Family Guy. That's true. Um,
1: is there? A, there is a cohog, isn't there?
0: I have no. I don't even know if that's real. Is it real? It's got. It sounds like an Indian name. It's got to be there.
1: Can there be much more room in Rhode Island for anything but Providence,
0: or for Peter Griffin?
1: Does anyone live in Rhode Island? In there? any case, yes. anyway,
0: the point is, um, Rhode Island gave them, I think, seventy-five million dollar loan to move to the state of Rhode Island and hire four hundred fifty people, and now they missed their their big loan payment this, I think, two weeks ago, and so they're defaulting on their loan to the state of Rhode Island. And Rhode Island is now thinking that if, if the company defaults, um, they will be $112 million in the hole. The taxpayers will.
1: That's a lot. To bail out. I, is it really $112 million? $112 million. Uh, and here's the funny thing is that apparently they've gone back to ask for more money. Mm-hmm. 38 Studios. Um, the company still has the option to cure the existing default by paying the one point one million dollar it's past due. Past due. Day, past right? due. Yep. yep. Yes. So, by the way, just so you know, here's the uh the 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 picture on joystick. That's why I was laughing because <laughs> come on, that's hilarious. That is anyway. pretty
0: hilarious. Um but the, so the, the the game is Kingdoms of Amalur um Reckoning is the RPG. Like which is just like Skyrim but third person throughout and a lot more actiony and a lot more animated. But and I've heard it's actually very very good. So, it's well, just sure. not selling well because but Skyrim is unbelievable. Do the
1: taxpayers of Rhode Island care enough to throw more possibly bad money good money no. after bad? Listen, half of, this, care?
0: half of the state was against it when they were planning to do it. This when they is, were planning
1: it, you hear stuff like this a lot. Uh, unfortunately, well, like like a tax breaks or whatever for companies to come tax and breaks build are different whatever. than a loan. Yeah, okay, that's true. I
0: mean, this is a loan. <laughs> Here's seventy five million dollars, more
1: like paying for a stadium mm-hmm. for a sports team, mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. And then the team's like, "Uh, we well, need but, more money." But a municipality
0: the thinks they're going to get that back because you know people are going to visit the state. They're going to get you know money running through the system. Their businesses will benefit. You know, people don't benefit from. I, I the only the thought is they want to put more people to work in the state of Rhode Island. They thought they'd inject some money into this game company, which was kind of on the edge and would attract the best talent in the state. Which it hasn't done. I think to date they've hired about 280 people versus the 450 they talked about.
1: So, so they got they got big problems. So they probably shouldn't throw more money after it. Do you think they will?
0: Kickstarter.
1: Oh God. Kickstarter. That's- listen. If no, listen,
0: <laughs> listen, listen. If you, that's a possibility. Because look, I, I hate the idea that they're asking for more public money. Yes. Run. No. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you look at if you look at here, here, I don't blame Kurt Schilling, I don't blame 38 Studios, I blame the state of Rhode Island. How could you blame anybody else? Because they. Because because if, if if the state of Rhode Island doesn't come to them and go, here's $75 million, all you have to do is move here, Kurt Schilling would still be doing business in Massachusetts and be defuncting there and not owe anybody, anybody everyone anymore.
1: knows is the most business friendly state oh, yeah, exactly. in the world.
0: It's probably, you know, 47 out of 50 um anyway so yeah the point is you know they, they got big problems on their hands and
1: big trouble in river city
0: you know i i'd like to see what the statistics are on kings kingdoms of amalur i mean i've heard it's actually a really great game i just haven't heard anybody that's bought it <laughs> so if it's really selling that poorly that they can't make their million dollar payment then i think they're probably in trouble because <laughs> the whole point was to bankroll the mmo with this game
1: i'd like to leave with this thought for nintendog perhaps they should make it a zombie because zombies are hot right now. There you go. So. All right. Well, wraps up for the news. They're in. So, yeah. News is over. Which means it's time for... And the play the Segway music.
0: Where's our producer? Play the Segway music.
1: Burp, burp, burp. Thank you, producer. Yep.
0: Now it's time to get to our topic. Our actual topic. Of the day. Did you put the echo on before I did that? Yes. Thanks. You're a great producer. I know. Um. Anyway, so... We, need, we really do need to get one of those. We should ask Kurt Schilling. Maybe he's got some money for us to hire a. Or, you know, ask the state of North Carolina. Yeah, well, we, we, got, should, we
1: should ask the state. Yeah, ask the state. Maybe they're they've throwing, got somebody we could. We, we need to hire a producer. throwing money all over the place nowadays. Do you make
0: any money? Who cares? We just need a producer. <laughs> um. Anyway. Apparently, Kurt is actually not broke, by the way. Kurt actually got all of his money back already from the state of Rhode Island. Anyway. I'm
1: going to smack you. We're moving on to the topic of,
0: <laughs> of the story of games. Now, now, in the very, I think it was the very first, yeah, it was the very first Echo Screen Live,
1: way back when, way
0: back in 1957. Yep, I was there. Um, and at that time, we were talking into giant microphones about this big. Yeah, and Sputnik. we had we had very, was our very well greased and crafted hairstyles.
1: I'm kind of surprised we didn't talk about Avengers. What was that? I
0: don't know. Is it like is, so, like, is that the, is that the Harry film. Potter Seven movie or that's no,
1: an art house film that came out? Oh, okay, kind of indie. Yeah, yeah. I'm anyway, sure it's not important. Avengers came out. It was big. If you haven't seen it, go see it. There. That's the end of that news story. Boom. Okay. Now back to video game Boom. narratives. Don't see it in three D. It's not worth it. I disagree. Scarlett Johansson. Oh. Ding.
0: Anyway, could you imagine Samuel L. Jackson in the Siri commercial after he met Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. and what that would really be like? Like, imagine what it would be really like. Uh, you know, like, like hey, ha- Oh yeah. PG. Okay. Got it. Right. Sorry. PG. Yes. Is that the rule? No. Is that the rule? No. Who said that? Kirby. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so the first podcast ever for the Echo Screen Live, we talked, a question was asked, why don't you guys talk, do a podcast on narrative about stories?
1: In video games. In video
0: games. And about how things might have changed over the, over the years and what the significance of stories are. And this person's specific question, and I apologize, I don't remember who asked the question. But the point was, has story degraded over time to where now video games really aren't telling very good stories? It's more about pumping money out of a franchise and it's more about, you know, trying to milk the most dollars out of the experience. So start wherever you want to start.
1: Well, I have to ask the question, when was this golden age when story was like there are these really great stories i mean not that i don't think there are great stories but when was this golden age where that went from you had pac-man no story and then some no, point, pac-man has a narrative it's just not very good and you need a great story or you know, well defined and then Might be a great story, down to commercialized crap yeah where when, when
0: was this golden era 16-bit um, okay well my personal opinion there was no golden era. That's that's a joke. I I think I don't think there was a golden era. I think video game stories are just as good as they've ever been. The point is that things have changed a little bit. The 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 woman is the prey. No, it's okay. It's it's a song. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. No. So I I would think that the person that asked the questions' opinion would be the early '90s.
1: And see, we're getting all sorts of different answers here, which is.
0: Yeah, I mean, but but let's let's think about this, right? So yeah. I think the person who was asking the question, a retro games fan, yeah. would say that the JRPG era of games...
1: That's probably the first thing you think of when you think of stories. It, it is the best
0: time for stories in video games, and that things have degraded since then.
1: But... But? Was it really good?
0: But Scarlett Johansson.
1: Scarlett Johansson's butt? Scarlett Johansson's butt. In 3D. In 3D. Um, Gnaf- Perfect. Gnafshar. And see, okay, now you got two... There's really two different things you're talking about here when you talk about stories. Two kind of genres. Correct okay. me if there's more. Okay. RPGs yep. and adventure games. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. Okay. No.
1: Good. Now, as far as on consoles, JRPGs were really in their golden era in the '90s and earlier in the last decade. I think most people would say. Yes. Um, well, yes. Well, I'm, okay. You're going to find people that disagree with that, but yeah, most people would probably say that. Yes. Um, and Adventure Games Yes Had Dead uh, No Barely alive No Barely breathing Okay You didn't play Okay well Their golden age was probably What early 90s?
0: I would say and, Probably
1: 93 and, 94 and, and And the 80s Yeah, When Sierra mm. was really big Sierra wasn't really big Well then, okay no. They weren't But relatively big
0: well, Very late 80s 88
1: 89 Late 80s, early 90s We'll say yeah. you know, For the sake of argument But you also had Tim Schafer Arts, Kind mm-hmm. of carrying that torch For quite a while So it's hard to say yep. My point is mist. that Those are the two
0: 93
1: Genres 7th guest That's terrible
0: Mist is an adventure game yeah. It's the adventure game Par excellence As a matter of fact
1: But the story I mean I'm, I'm not sa- sa-
0: I'm telling you What the museum definition is Not necessarily what mine is Because I wouldn't say mist is Parks, along with the you know the adventure game. I of think toys. I had a
1: point. My point yeah. is that those. I like I like that, kind of
0: derailing you. It's fun. It is.
1: Yeah. Um, but so I was I was listening to um an episode of Retronauts not too long ago, and they were talking. Are you about, are you pimping another podcast? On our am, podcast. You should really listen to. You're that pimping podcast. our podcast. Way You're, better. I can't than ours. believe this is terrible. Uh, no, I can't be a part of this anymore. No, it was from a while. Ago. I quit. They were talking about. Uh, All right. I'm like second tier JRPGs. Yes. Uh, ones that,
0: like all the ones in the 16-bit gems for example
1: pretty much there you like go. not Final Fantasy not Dragon Quest No, exactly not the ones people know about Illusion of Gaia and they were talking about that's well, not really an RPG it's an it's RPG-ish it's an adventure game really oh, no with, it's not what's some RPG elements no wait no 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 anyway and anyway, they are talking whatever. about a lot of these PS1 games like Legend of Dragoon yeah like xenogears Yep, Xeno Gears. Uh, and Chrono Cross. Well, people know Chrono Cross. Yeah. Parasite Eve. Yeah. You know, when, after Final Fantasy 7 came uh, out. Uh,
0: not Wild Arms. What the hell was the name of
1: that? But game? no, they did talk about Wild Arms too, mm-hmm. actually. But uh, Breath of Fire. Breath of Fire. Okay, yeah, people are filling in the 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 yeah. the, 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 the blankness the, that is yeah, our heads. Exactly. Thank you. The point being that after Final Fantasy seven came out and was the the juggernaut it was, a lot of other game companies were like, Oh, we gotta get on this. Yeah, we gotta make some more We gotta chance. we gotta come up with the most convoluted dang story we possibly can. Right. We so, need androgynous so, characters. And a lot and yeah, a lot of it was very similar. It had like a lot of angsty angst and angsty heroes. angst. A lot and of yuffy. Luckily you don't see as much of that um, anymore.
0: Yeah. But um, no,
1: it was definitely the the thing for a well, while. Well,
0: you see a lot of the copying, not a lot of those kinds of games. <laughs> right, right, right.
1: <laughs> so, so I think most people would say, yeah, okay, JRPGs definitely were, were, that was kind of the golden age and there was a lot more emphasis on story then. Yeah. But was the story really good? Was that really better than what you'll find now so, in other yeah, games? It's a great question. I, like, I think, um, like Skyrim, some yeah. of these w- more Western RPGs that have been coming out lately. Fallout 3
0: The the American RPGs are are very very story driven. They just happen to be much more of an action kind of game, well, right?
1: Well, and they're more they're generally more open. You, know? and it's you not, play Skyrim and yeah, I guess there's a story, but
0: it's also not a traditional RPG. Skyrim it, Skyrim completely does away with the attributes from Dungeons and Dragons. i mm-hmm. I'm I still think Final Fantasy uses that as a basis for everything they do in terms of the math.
1: Oh yeah, Skyrim of
0: completely ditched it. Okay. So Skyrim is an RPG that doesn't use D and D or any of the facets of D and D, except for weapons and armor
1: in its RPG presentation. Now I haven't played Skyrim. Are there levels and? Of course. Like that? okay. But that's well, not the point. The
0: point is, but the point is, there's not there's not an attribute that gets assigned and then all of a sudden and Diablo three perfect example same thing. Diablo 3 is not like the original Diablo where there are attributes that you pump. Right. Right? All that stuff is gone now, guys. It's all about choice. It's all about customizing the experience. Mm -hmm. Right? It's all about how you want to go through the game.
1: Well, and that's something that's been the the kind of defining difference between... Skill one one of the defining differences Thank between Western G. and Japanese RPGs for quite a while is that for whatever reason the Western ones are a lot more open ended. Well, okay, I, I can throw an idea as to why this is, and Japanese ones are a little bit more on rails. Yeah. And the reason for that being is that Japanese RPGs are generally de- generally made for consoles, which are a little bit more from the beginning, like with Dragon Quest, were a little bit more limited and tried yeah. to be more accessible to everyone. See, I, and I Whereas like PC RPGs, Western RPGs generally. Are a little bit more um, hardcore is not the right word, but uh, maybe a little bit more Twinkie. No, because
0: some of those games that were came out of Japan were freaking hard as balls. Oh sure. So it's not necessarily a core, but I, I would say. But I'm going back
1: to open, the first ones. free, yeah. free. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's, a big it's one.
0: it is the, the if you want a true sandbox, go play the original Elder Scrolls. Yeah, there's not even a game there, <laughs> right? It's, it's barely a game in the original Elder Scrolls. You just walk around. You can play the entirety of Skyrim. Oh, not the entirety. I take that back because playing the entirety would in- involve finishing a story. Right. <laughs> but let's forget that for a second. you could very just, ancillary. You could just play hours saying. and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and
1: hours of Skyrim for the rest of your life and never ever complete a quest. So bringing that back never advance the narrative so so as far as our, so let's let's divide this into yeah, two we're, we're getting into an rpg qu-
0: yeah conversation but that's fine yeah, that's good
1: because we're like we're, we kind of started the conversation talking about stories and video games and the really only two genres where it matters adventure games rpgs we're talking about the rpgs now so as far as rpgs go do you think stories more important now in them so now that western rpgs seem to be top of the heap yeah so to speak uh, critically, and, uh, I guess, um, uh, monetarily, um, a lot of people in gaming press are really down on Japanese RPGs the past five or so oh, years. Oh, yeah.
0: Japanese RPGs are reeling outside and of Japan. And
1: that's, that's debatable. Reeling outside of Japan. They are, all well, okay, monet, like, sales-wise, they're kind of reeling outside Japan. Oh, my God. Except for maybe Final Fantasy, but even that's way down. Yeah, even that's way down. Uh, but regardless, uh... All you hear about recently, more recently with RPGs, at least here in America, is Fallout and Skyrim and, you know. Yes, the West well, those are, and
0: that's just Bethesda, right? And then yeah, Kingdoms yeah. of Amalur, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Look at all exactly. that. Exactly. Um, Witcher, you know, Game of Thrones, all these games that come up that are that are, you know, American RPGs. So, in any case. Extra credits is probably.
1: I keep hearing about that video. I haven't seen it.
0: Do I think... Best according to here. your question that <clears throat> there is um, well first of all let me say this I don't think that RPGs and adventure games are the are only the places true. that only places that where only story resides or where only story is important I think that's where they're mostly but I but I understand what you're saying yeah we gotta generalize and but, uh, gotta we don't have to there is a narrative to Pac-Man I would say it's not the most defined narrative but it is a
1: narrative the narrative is waka 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 waka
0: no that's not the narrative that would be the narrative of Fozzie Bear. You're confusing the two. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> if I'm looking at RPGs and I answer your question, do I think that the quality of stories today are any worse or have declined at all from the stories of before? Um, I'm, I'm of two minds. One, I would say, is good art is good art, right? And yeah. I've been swept up in many different stories that are awesome in video games and my opinion's a little skewed cuz i don't really, you know, walk into stories the way that i used to when i used to play video games where you could just sit there and be immersed inside of a giant story. Now i kind of want to jump in and jump out. So my my opinion's changed a little bit. So that part of me believes that there that the stories today are just as good as they've ever been. Um, I do not know if people are as good as telling
1: stories as these. So they're to be. as good as they they've ever been. Are you saying they're better? No. You're saying they're about the same. I say I say they're about the same. So they're about as important as they have been. There is no you know, video game, video game. Narrative with those two parts.
0: genres, no question. With those two genres, no question. Even
1: with. OK, so you're saying
0: those are just as, as important as they've ever been in other genres. <clears throat> you can make an argument either way, because if you look at something like Zelda. Zelda's an action adventure game. Does anybody give a shit about what's going on? Oh, this is PG giving <laughs> a shit about what's going on with with Zelda. I mean, I do. I like the story of Zelda. I think it's cool. I think it's fun. It really depends on the game, but at the same time, you could easily go through Zelda and you don't even care who he is or who anybody else is, or that he's trying to save, you know, <laughs> or that Link is trying to save Zelda, right? Um, there you, you go.
1: STF, you oh, boom.
0: Um, what about Mario? Right? Our princess is in another castle. Is is that, that is, at, all, at all important? No, I, that there's a lore. Story. I mean, there is a lore. That there's there is a, a story, but it there's a a whole to the game. There's a whole really. Really?
1: It really doesn't matter. There's
0: a whole mythos to these characters.
1: You're saying that doesn't matter? I mean, maybe to a some But why is import, but, it, well, why the is, gameplay as much Why more is Shrek
0: there? Slam not as good as Smash Brothers? Because well, Smash Brothers because story, is this cool. It is. It's 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 this it's the it's, it's the because history. of
1: history. No, no. history is no. different from story though. No,
0: mythos. It's uh, uh, so okay, history's you're uh, right. History's different. I'm saying mythos. Mythos is by its definition anecdotal is story and narrative driven the idea of the mythology of the gods is the story of how the gods came to be and created humanity and interact with them on a daily basis right so the mythos of mario not just in nostalgia i get i'll give you nostalgia i get that but also the idea that mario came from this place where he's this little tiny character on a screen trying to save a princess to all the ways that we've known him all throughout the years that's important and if it's if 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 you put any character in there besides mario smash brothers is not
1: a hit it's just not even with
0: all the mechanics even with all the freaking music yeah
1: but i disagree that has a lot to do with the story it's, of those particular games
0: it's it's not about the story of the games per se it's about the mythos it's about the idea of what that character represents that character doesn't exist the in a vacuum. fun. No question about that. No, of course that. it doesn't no exist. No question in that about game. that. I agree. But that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to say. A good game gets both right. It's about being fun, has a fun premise, a good mechanic, or two or three or four. And it's hard to get much more than that. Uh huh. But it's also got a an enthralling narrative. When you look at something like Minecraft. There's no story in Minecraft besides What you make. What you make. And then the story has to do with nothing but you and this world. And you have characters. And you've got a story. And if someone goes to you and says, oh, show me your Minecraft map. Are you going to sit there and go, oh, there's my castle. And there's blah blah?" And that's it. Now you're going to go, hey, you know what's funny? I started, when I started building this castle, I was building it in the middle of the day and this creeper came out of nowhere and blew up half of it before I could finish it. And so I had to basically put these candles everywhere to, or these torches everywhere <coughs> to make sure I could finish them. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no narrative there. But it's, it's the best narrative I've ever seen. The most immersed I've been in a story There's in a game in a long narrative. time is Minecraft. Okay. Let that blow your mind for a minute. And Minecraft is neither an adventure game. Nor is it an RPG. Well,
1: I'm not saying that there aren't I mean, stories, the RPG in it. other genres of games. I just think it's less important to the game. Yeah. Uh, so, like, it, there's a story to um, asteroids. So, but it doesn't let me really ask you this. Really matter. That's more. That's all about the gameplay.
0: If you if if Minecraft were a game that started up right and it was. In the middle of... So you you popped up as this person, and it was just black all around you. Mm-hmm. And all you did was place blocks of whatever kind you wanted to. Would that be exciting or enthralling at all? Definitely no. Not. At that point, it would be CAD. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: basically. Okay?
0: It would be like... You just paint, right? Minecraft is fun because you find this such a novel concept of... You're alone in this place. You're all by yourself, and all of a sudden the music—that—that that was what got me. I'm just sitting here like like messing the around. All good. of a sudden the music starts, and I go,
1: "God, I'm so alone in but this." But again, place. that's very different from story.
0: But it is a sto- it is a narrative. It is it is so important to but it's what one Minecraft you make is. Make up
1: in your mind. That's not a set one. That's developed but by that's, notch.
0: But that's different, right? Or anyone so else that works on to it. To say that a game doesn't have a narrative because the the the, the creator doesn't imbue it with certain. I guess, elements, or doesn't overtly beat you over the head with it, doesn't mean that the game doesn't have a story. Uh, I think a game has an experience and a narrative that gets replicated. Because if you get together with Minecraft fans, it might mean completely different things to them. But you know what? Everybody has that same feeling that first day that they're out there and, and night comes and they don't know what to expect.
1: Okay. But you, I think we, you have a very more... Kind of wishy washy. Of course, I finished
0: with a humanities degree, and you finished with a degree in the sciences. So okay, why so that it makes more you?
1: sense. So when I say story, I mean story. When you say story, you no. mean anything. No, no. When <laughs> when, you, when you
0: say story, you mean M Night Shyamalan. When I say story, I mean <laughs> what a twist. Yeah, I, exa- when I say story, I mean this fluid, artistic, dynamic thing that gives that produces meaning in something.
1: Okay, I think you can have a game with no story. Almost no story. Yeah, and uh, great gameplay. And you can have the reverse. You can have a game that's almost all story, correct, and no gameplay. No, no question. And we, about what it. we were just talking about before this podcast started was uh, Radical Dreamers. Yep. Which, if you have ever played, is like the little bridge between uh, Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross. It's essentially like a text adventure game. Yes. Text adventure game. It is a text adventure game. Text adventure games are essentially. Stories, yeah, and that's about it. There's no real gameplay. I mean, slightly whatever, depends on what you're talking about. But yeah. you have those, but those are much rarer than games that depend on gameplay over story, over having no right. story. Right, like who like cares? Like Pac-Man, like Donkey Kong. No one
0: like... cares that the pig stole the eggs from the birds in Angry Birds. Exactly. I agree.
1: Exactly. I agree, but
0: Angry Birds is a great game. But it doesn't it wouldn't ever be in a place where story is important. But Angry Birds is a and this is where this is where it gets to what I think you were saying. Angry Birds is a populist game. Right? It's for everybody. Oh, I thought it's I was, for it's a general like, audience. The pigs are the proletariat. No, 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 no. Jesus. No, I'm not saying that. Oh. Yeah, it's actually an enactment of Animal Farm. No. <laughs> um Although maybe it is, I don't know. Yeah. The point is that um that there is there are games out there that are very niche that rely so heavily on story that there's no way to interact with them in any other capacity. And in fact, for me, let's say you go and play Final Fantasy, if you go and play a Final Fantasy game and all you're thinking about are, are numbers, right? How can I do the most attacks? How can I get the right number of hits in? How can I balance my defenses correctly? Then you're probably missing seventy percent of the game, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, I mean, meanwhile, you could you could even take a look and see at other kinds of games where you would never miss it at all, right? You would never miss any of it.
1: Akira VGA has an interesting point that just went off the the, the screen. That's because you're not you're not fast enough. <laughs> People are talking so quick. Uh, what about role playing in MMORPGs? People create their own stories it's within the existing the game using a story. It's the same thing like as Minecraft. Minecraft. Well, Minecraft is the same as MMORPGs in that. Respect. And
0: people have modded Minecraft to do the exact same thing as an MMO, where there are story elements that are provided,
1: <sighs> and then there are story elements that arise spontaneously. Now, I honestly haven't played Minecraft in a while, but last I heard there was talk about an adventure mode.
0: So adventure mode is, is what... Survival turned into. Survival is now okay. adventure mode. The issue is with adventure mode, now there are levels you level up. You're hungry all the time. But it's not if a story. It's a manager hunger. No, but there is an end boss.
1: Okay. And so. there's no
0: there's no reason to kill it other than just glory. Yes. I don't know. Anyway. The point is, I think story is very, very, very important. And and it's funny because when we started to think, you know, we, we, t- we talked about this for a while. Like I said, it came up in the first podcast. Mm-hmm. There was an article today on Joystick that I thought, even though got some of the facts wrong, did a really great job of talking about how story can be moving in a video game. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason, in fact, one of the big reasons that you and I are here right now, Clan the Great Wolf is here, we're talking to all you wonderful people, is because we think there are great games out there that have great stories that should be celebrated, that are awesome, right? And the the story is about Cecil, or Cecil, I oh. guess, at Mount Ordeals, Cecil. right? Yes. Well, they say Cecil in the, in the DS Remake. So that's, that's Square Enix, but I say Cecil. So my point is Cecil goes to Mount ordeals and becomes a paladin, right? Mm -hmm. And has to fight himself and has to, you know, face his own demons, has to, you know, deal with these, with a very difficult boss fight, all these other things that happened to him along the way, Palom and Peron, so on and so forth. Right. It's very quick. It's, it's not a huge part of the story. Probably takes about an hour all said and done especially Mm -hmm. if you know what you're doing it takes a lot Takes a lot less than that right but once that's once you go through that experience it's something extremely memorable and the point of the article was number one that games can move you to that degree even a even a 16-bit game yeah number one and number two that the the final fantasies and whatever rpgs of today could take a good lesson from that That you don't have to have these giant convoluted nonsensical BS stories in order to make people feel things. Right. And I think that's awesome. You know, get those kinds of emotions out of a game without having to build a castle. You just have to build somebody a house and and give them a narrative to play in, right? Mm -hmm. A space, Mm -hmm. which is what Minecraft and MMOs do,
1: right? Yes, but I think we fundamentally disagree on the differences of what exactly story and, a narr- and narrative and in a uh, Fair enough, but we do
0: yet. agree that, that games can have varying different elements of story and still be successful, good, bad, indifferent. You could have a ton of story and be a terrible game, be, have no story and be a fantastic game. It's just that certain genres
1: play towards story. Yes.
0: And if games didn't have stories, there probably wouldn't be video games at all.
1: Because... That's a sweeping generalization.
0: That's a good one to end on. I think it's true, though. (laughs) Um, Isn't it time for a break?
1: Oh, yeah. There was a break. Oops. We're supposed to take a break. Take a break right now. And And we're back. Oh, we're back. Yes. From the break. I'm glad we took that break. That was great. That was a good break. So now that we're uh, done talking to everyone... I
0: like talking to everyone. (laughs) It's why we're here, isn't it?
1: (laughs) And ignoring their comments. Comments? Oh, Oh, yeah. There's people. There are are comments. Yep. So.
0: what that's a good comment what what anyway so um <laughs> now is now is the best the time. part of the show where we all like to listen to what you guys have to say please if you have any kind of question you'd like to ask us send it in a private message to yes. cotgw you can see it here in the chat
1: let's see all the wonderful questions we've received so far ding all right cool we already have our first question. So, yes, it's Q&A time. Oh, yep, you know yep, what I yep, need to yep, do? Yes, yes, yes. I yes, need yes. to switch this thing to yes. a Q&A. Boom. Bing. See, now that people come on, they won't be confused. That's true. Why like, what are they the talking, are talking about, about? Yes.
0: <clears throat>
1: All right, first question to, to pop things off. Yep, um, pop it off. Pop and lock. PSI Nightshade, in order to private message on the Twitch chat, I think you have to click on the name and just send it. Yep, uh, Akira, Our good friend Akira VGA at uh has said, Elder Scrolls Online. Thoughts? Thoughts? <laughs> um, I'm going to try to keep this as short
0: as I can. I so love minutes. the idea of Elder Scrolls as a single-player RPG and have a very difficult time seeing the process go to an online game i just i don't see that happening and i don't think i'd want to be a part of it they've tried this with other universes and it hasn't worked
1: i can't remember who i I don't want
0: a mmo about
1: halo i just don't want it i want that
0: experience to stay where it
1: is i can't remember where i read it but someone had a good point about how uh it's like you know if you're maybe it was a comic i don't know where it's like if you're going up to meet the king and be like oh yes you're the one the only one that can save us but yep. get in line behind those other 10 people because I need to tell them how they're the only one. And right. It it, beca- it kind of takes away the epicness, so to speak, of, of Elder Scrolls Yes. when it's an online and it's blah, blah, blah. It's kind of like, I guess, Star Wars Galaxies. If everyone's a Jedi, then it's not very exciting or something like that.
0: I don't remember exactly the, the the interview or the person that said this, but and someone was doing an interview with one of the producers at Bethesda and asked them, what do you have interest in doing in Elder Scrolls Online kind of concept? And what they said was, we produce... Epic, kick-ass, single-player experiences. That's what we've always done. That's what we'll always do. There you go. All
1: right. All right. So, next question. If anyone's having he, if anyone's having problems... Uh, click on my name. He <laughs> messaging. Uh, just click on that name there. All right. Is this a good one? <clears throat> uh, yep. All right. Let's so see. So, this is from... from... not. Where am I looking? Helmosaur ah, King. King.
0: Helmosaur. That's a cool name. Like that. <clears throat> it is.
1: Um, but guys,
0: what makes a good story for a video game specifically? That's, okay. that's a great
1: question. That's a very open-ended question. Is a
0: game realizing the full potential of the medium if it's only telling a story through cutscenes and dialogue boxes? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. And what importance do interactivity play in a video game narrative? Man, every single one of
1: those could be an entire podcast. Now you have 20 seconds to answer. Go.
0: Oh, shit. Okay, first one first one what makes a story a good story for a video game specifically
1: anything as long as it's engaging I mean it's really hard to say specifically what makes times up okay for
0: me it's about relatability so just like there is in any kind of art it's if you can find yourself or if you can learn something about yourself or see yourself and reflect that in some of the characters and get that back at you number two is a game realizing the full potential of the medium if it's only telling a story through the cutscenes and dialogue boxes no see that was quick Easy. I, I mean, set,
1: it, video games are interactive. Make it interactive there.
0: Yeah, but the story gets advanced through those things. I think they're very important. And we got the, the reason that we're in trouble is because we got locked into those things.
1: In the same way, it's a bad idea in a movie to have uh, just uh, Mr. Exposition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You exactly. could do that. It just sucks. It just sucks. You I just agree. That. All right, cool. We're in agreement with what, it. What importance is interactivity, interactivity play in video game narrative? That's it kind plays, of what we are just saying. It is.
0: I mean, that's why Radical Dreamers is almost not fun because, because it's almost not a text-based game. It's almost like an interactive book.
1: And I believe... A mail message and a private message is the same thing. Boom. There you go. Next. Um, I think we handled that well. let will see.
0: What's we here?
1: Whoops. From LED Naruto or LED Naruto. What, where do you think a narrative makes a video game not a video game? I, I think we talked Radical Dreamers. You don't know, call it a video game?
0: I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying it sits right on the edge. It's, it's like, remember how we joked during the marathon we were going to play Compton's Interactive Encyclopedia? <laughs> we did for five minutes. We played that for five minutes. We tried our best to make it into an experience of some kind, but there really wasn't one, right? But if meanwhile, if I if I made a game out of flicking things at the camera right now with like little pieces of popcorn or something, mm-hmm. I could make a game out of that. And I could make it mean something, like maybe you know, oh, I'm storming the castle, or I'm trying to hit the people in there, right? And I could turn that into some kind of narrative. I'm not saying, you know, I mean, the narrative in
1: Jeopardy was much better. Yeah, much better. Uh, from Zombie Gadget, what would be your favorite horror story game?
0: That's a oh come on, for me it's all right.
1: I'll read that as story in a horror game, video game. Oh, that's what you're asking. That's what well, that's what I'm gonna part story
0: in a horror game. So, Resident Evil is my favorite horror game, but the Heavy. story in that is
1: for the last question. Heavy Rain is also probably a good example where it's oh, more story than game. Fantastic, but, anyway. but Heavy
0: Rain is a game, not a not, yeah, a, not a book. It's a quick time event, <sighs> so it was missed. So, um, you know the, the the I Ooh, Resident Darkness. Evil story is awful. It's been awful for about yeah, 10, nice, but... 10 games now. The original story of Resident Evil was awesome, and it's terrible now. So, I would say Silent Hill. The original Silent the first Hill. The one. The original Silent Hill is an awesome story.
1: I think Silent Hill Two is better, but I'm going to go with Nashvira with Eternal Darkness because Eternal Dar- since, that Darkness
0: that was very was awesome. good.
1: With well, I mean, but it, it calls so much from the you know, Ugh, um, uh, Cthulhu Mythos. Yeah, I can't think of his name for some reason. All of a sudden, I'm completely um, drawing a blank. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Too. You know who I'm talking about? Shit. Lovecraft. Lovecraftian yep. Mythos. Thank yep. you. <sighs> Anyway, next, <laughs> what? How was Hurricane got personal? Nice. Um. oh Okay, maybe you'll have one. Dragon Sincade has said asked, "What is your favorite Bullet Hell game?" I'm not a big fan of those. I will say, I'm a fan. Uh, I was hoping you would have a good answer to this because I really don't have one.
0: Serious Sam.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's Serious Sam. That was a fun one. Is an awesome <laughs> series of games.
0: And I haven't even played the newest one, or I guess all they have at this point is the HD remix. I'm not sure if the newest one is launched yet, but oh man, those games are awesome.
1: Just kill everything that moves. I'm going to quickly attack, go with, even though he did it wrong, I'm going to answer Metalhead, what JRPG cliche are you most sick to death of? Uh, the whiny, barely pubescent protagonist. Well, there's only
0: about 20 of them with Final Fantasy I have at this yeah, point. That's, that's one of so about 20. Old. I'm going to say it's this. I hate the idea of this little rogue group that barely has any cohesiveness, goes and takes on the big, ugly, hairy corporation government slash insert here and overtakes it. I'm just sick of that narrative. Come up with something better. It's like the Japanese have no concept of a story if it's not a group of young people taking over. Whoa, racist? I'm just saying. When was the last time you played a Japanese (laughs) game that wasn't about that? Um... I rest my case. The big monolithic thing that those people are trying to take over. Braid. Braid is even question. close to Japanese.
1: Next. Glad we're not fact-checking this one. <laughs> Algebraic 89 asks... <laughs> How about killing God? Killing, yeah. Well, okay. that, that's an interesting. Yeah, that is an that's interesting, interesting little sentence to just throw into, yeah, right. sprinkle yeah. into your normal not, everyday I'm conversation. How killing about God. killing God? Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: I'm sure that's uh. what every game is really about.
1: Thoughts on Borderlands Two, and is any of the CDI marathon footage going to be posted on the site? Yes, it will be at some point. I haven't gotten around to it. I'm sitting on about 40 hours. I haven't played Borderlands. first.
0: I haven't played Borderlands. I got I to play got a little nothing. bit of Borderlands Two while I was at PAX East, and thought it was great. However, Max Payne Three is not to be missed. It's a fantastic game.
1: Um, b- 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 listen, Vulcan Assassin yes I'm shocked as a fellow Star Trek Online no <laughs> no what are your thoughts on Star Trek Online going free to play and the upcoming Elder Scrolls Online would you free would, to play would you like to see it free to play or monthly fee I'm a big fan of free to play and you know what if I had more time I, I played Star Trek Online the first month it came out and I kind of finished it yep. essentially and I know they've added a lot more since then and I yeah. would go back but I don't really have the time I'm yep. excited that it's free to play though because that's one. Re- that's one of the big reasons I don't play a lot of MMOs is because if I don't feel like I'm playing the hell out of that fifteen dollar a month You're wasting fee, your money. I feel like I'm wasting my money. He's burning and cash when I'm really just wasting time. Burning
0: cash. Um, yeah. So I, I agree with that, and I think here's here's there are good ways and bad ways to implement free to play. And if you want an example of how is a good way to implement free to play, just pick up Tribes Ascend. Yes. Tribes Ascend. And by the way, any of you that want to PM me. Your handle in Tribes Ascend. I will add you to my friends list. Anytime we're on, I will play with you. It is so send a much fun. Message to the Commodore. It is a fun, Wolf. fun, fun, fun game. Go, but going to the site 7 p.m. with your with your Nick and I will get with that. Ooh. In any case, interesting. It does a free to play very well. Now, when I started I'm out, a fan of I was kicking ass because I played Tribes before and I didn't buy anything. Now that I haven't bought anything and everybody else has bought stuff, I'm not nearly as good. <laughs> Because people are just wailing on me with weapons I can't even possibly imagine, but I'm still competitive
1: and it's still fun, and that's what it's all about. Uh, Trevor DB asks, "Do you think I think that Final Fantasy should end?" I personally don't give a lick about the new Final Fantasy stories. You mean the, the sub question
0: or the real question is The real question is, should there really be a Final, a final, final Fantasy? Fantasy? Um, it's kind of been stagnating lately, hasn't it? Uh, no, and... no, I think it's I think it's fresher than it's ever been. I, I. <laughs> It's, well, not, like, it's time... not like we could define 20 tropes that they y- beat to death at this point. You
1: know what's really ironic about Dragon Quest versus Final Fantasy is that Final Fantasy keeps changing things up, and yet they're stagnating. Yes. Dragon Quest is very similar from game to game, although they're going to apparently mix things up a bit in Dragon Quest X. Yeah. And yet it's popular as ever in uh, Japan, and also is finally getting something of a foothold in the West. Yeah. Dragon Quest IX on the DS did pretty well. I, I'm pretty sure it's the best-selling Dragon Quest game in the West. That's awesome. Which is not surprising because the yeah. DS prints money. But um, should it end? So I'm going to go with Hellmossor King
0: and answer the question this way. Mm-hmm. It's already dead to me. I don't Ooh, care. Yeah, dead to me. I don't care. I mean, it, it, they could make twenty more. I'll probably never play another one. Now, if they make, if they don't make another one, I probably won't care either. So
1: it's dead to me. It should probably go on at least a Star Trek style hiatus, hiatus and I agree, they, rethink. Things. They you know. like sit in the corner and think about it. No, what here's done. what they should
0: do. They should go on hiatus and remake fucking Final Fantasy
1: 6. PG. Freaking Final Fantasy VI. Much better. all right. A asks, does Pac-Man have teeth? I oh think I think God. he's a supportable hole actually.
0: So in the cartoon, did he have teeth? I, I don't think he did. No,
1: no, that's terrible. That's scary. Have you ever seen the realistic looking Pac Man with teeth? Yes, it's, it's awful. terrible. Yeah, it's, awful. it's terrible. Uh, Apparently, you don't need teeth to eat ghosts. Who would have thought? Interesting question. Kaz the Gamer Guy asks Are there any niche or niche genres? Are there any niche Start genres, over. genres? Yep. Like tactical role-playing games that you have fond memories of for their narrative. Tactical Um, role-playing games.
0: Yeah, so there is a... I I will jump in here. There is a a great game for the original Xbox. And if any of you have the original Xbox, you should try to get a copy of this game called Gladius.
1: Uh, You know what? I was just thinking about that the other day, actually.
0: Gladius is an awesome tactical game. Just as good... As Final Fantasy Tactics, maybe even better, but it is the narrative in it is very very good. Is the narrative the strongest part of the of the game? Not at all. But do you have fond memories of it? I do have fond memories of that story, and <clears throat> and it's it's really cool, especially if you if you I think side with the Nordog Nords or the Imperialists.
1: Um, anyway, it's a really
0: good game. You should definitely check that one out.
1: My or Mike my, my Key. key. Uh, has an interesting uh, point about uh, he would like to see some Dreamcast and Saturn RPGs remade. Yeah, I think that would be nice to see because a lot yeah. of people missed those in, the, in the, yeah. when they first came out. I agree, I agree, and I think and that was during the the, the golden age of JRPGs. That's right, and I think there so, are plenty of oh like, skies of Arcadia. Yeah, there's
0: plenty of room for that kind of stuff, right? So if the the, the issue is that <laughs> wow, instead Dragon of Force. making a lot of the new games that come out why not be able to introduce a whole new audience to games that have been that were released but to a very limited audience but were really good i mean look, seventh guest just got released on ios with you know other <laughs> ports coming right and i'm and that, there's a whole new that's a great story there's a whole new it is it's fantastic it's awesome I mean, the, the actual people are terrible, but you got it. Anyway, go. Uh, the
1: Silent Witch asks, if a, big, if a game has a good story that's ex- excuse mundane, or even bad gameplay, how about vice versa? <sighs> now, we're kind of talking about that with games that are really all gameplay and no story, so and I'll games say, that are all story and no gameplay. Vice
0: versa, you never get that far. A game that's not fun, by virtue of game the play? mechanics or difficult, you don't get in the story. It's easier to
1: excuse bad story than bad gameplay, because I agree. at its heart, video games are meant to be fun to play. And they're interactive. Yes. And it doesn't and, mean that you can't have a good story in a video game. And but. it
0: also goes to show you that George Lucas Ian bad dialogue can tell a great story. Right? So look at look at the there are even moments I hate to say this, this is my favorite game of all time. In Final Fantasy Six there are moments where the narrative where the dialogue is is terrible. But the story is so good. The narrative is awesome. So I think Soul Reaver that's a great I, it was I, it like we're <laughs> in the same it's like we're on the same wavelength Hellmosor King that's just that's exactly what I was thinking about anyway the point is you can have you, you can excuse great you know storytelling if the mechanics are awesome like who cares what the story behind Twisted Metal and Calypso is in Twisted Metal you don't because Twisted Metal is a fun crap game it's
1: awesome Okay, we got three more. All right. Three, three, we'll do three more because we got to wrap up. And, yeah. and if we didn't get to your question, we're very sorry. We, we, a lot of great questions from people, and we really appreciate all this, of them. This, <clears been throat> like this has been a barrage of questions.
0: We're going to have to make this like an
1: hour and a half long to answer all these questions. Know, yeah, or, yeah. Anyway, or at least an episode full of just questions and answers. I seven. might do that. That might be good. Yep. Ronnie Meff asks uh, what's Sweet. The, what's the most tear jerking story in a video game you have played? A, a game that has honestly almost driven you to tears and had an emotional impact on you? You know what's happened. You you've almost been driven to tears at the very least. Yeah. Well, you can watch the uh, painful memories about it. Um, ha uh, man, there, I know there, there is are, something.
0: There are a lot of good. There there are a lot of good games that I would say have done that. Um, you know, so the easy answer is is Final Fantasy VII with with the death of Aeris. Oh yeah, the, but I heard
1: about that way before I played it. So the,
0: yeah, me me too, I guess. But we were still shocked.
1: We were still shocked when it happened, when it happened, though. The ending to Final Fantasy VI didn't drive me to to tears, but it definitely was impactful, especially because I was a teenager at the time, and teenagers are little balls of emotion. Uh, mm, Mother 3 is also, of the more modern games I've played, Mother 3 is definitely one of the more emotional ones. Yes, that's a very good answer. Uh, you know i i want to go ahead and
0: go on a limb and say skyrim because there was this there was and this is again this is going to talk about your fake narrative so woo in your eye but at any point you get you get companions right that come with you and i had this companion that i had who was with me for a while and was like going into all the dungeons and all this stuff and even though it's just a little avatar that's with you right um it felt like you had someone with you when you went into these really scary places. Mm-hmm. And then I was on the side of this mountain one time. We had just done, I probably played hours with this person. And all of a sudden she died. And every, a couple of times she got injured. And I was like trying to draw them away or whatever. And I'd run around and be like, where is she? Where is she? Where is she? And then this one time I was like, where is she? Where is she? Where is she? And I'm in the middle of the snowy mountain. I walk over the hill and there I see she's dead. And there's no way to get her back. And it was like, wah, wah. yeah, and it was really, really sad. I mean, it was that's that mm. was not a moment that anybody planned for. But and it wasn't a crappy moment like Lydia. when a, Lydia. It was Lydia. It was Lydia. How the hell did they know that? That's amazing. Magic. Anyway, Lydia was. <laughs> I was about to say, yo, Lydia. Um, anyway, so yeah, Lydia came along, and I was like, Kingdom oh yeah, Lydia, and then and then she died, and I was like,
1: oh Lydia, that's so sad. Um, you know what else? Didn't
0: because she's your first manservant. Actually, she's a woman, but woman servant woman servant
1: yeah uh you know what even though the story is convoluted as all hell the twist at the ending of braid yes was very impactful i think yeah i agree when when i I don't want to do the spoilers if you haven't played braid you really should it's a great game yeah and hit
0: mute right now
1: yeah Yeah. no i won't say i won't say what happens but if you have played it and then there's a thing that happens at the end where things just it's Almost total M. Night Shyamalan, except in a good way on you. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. yeah. No spoilers. No one say it in the chat if you've played it. It's such a great game. But, but
0: I'll be honest. Reading the first. And this is where the cutscene. Well, this is where the cutscene thing comes in. Impact. Yeah, the Yeah. The first time you read the very first book before you jump into the first door for the first level of Braid is emotional oh, that's very good uh, it is, it's, and you know a, what the a music great, is very big yeah, on it that it is it's fantastic uh, you, you know it's epic right from the get go I mean I <laughs> everybody just, dies everybody <laughs> dies um but yeah I mean the, so there uh, are the easy answers but then there are some some yes. gems out there gems
1: uh Sonic Rose gems. Sonic Rose asks what's the strangest storyline in a video game you can think of oh well Let's that's see. easy every Japanese game now what two words uh huh Burn cycle. That's the strangest.
0: That was pretty pretty messed up. Eesh. How about how about um, what was the story that that Spoony played? What was the game that Spoony played with Christopher Walken? The The Witcher? No, the not The Witcher. No, the, uh, the Ripper. The Ripper. 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 That story was was effed uh, up.
1: That was a lot like Burn Cycle, kind of effed yeah. up. You know what I was gonna say? Katamari Damacy. Oh God. That's, that that's just is pure un- crazy. Un- that's pure, unadulterated... Pikmin? Crazy. Yeah.
0: That, no, you're right. That Pik- is...
1: Pikmin's not weird. It's just about a guy in, enslaving a race. What? Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. It's Phantasmagoria is uh, pretty, sto- pretty screwed up, too. Plumbers Don't Wear Ties is just the worst video game ever made. Pretty much... That's not even a video game. Pretty anyway. much every
0: one of the epic adventure games had a really crazy story. The adult epic adventure games. Like Phantasmagoria and
1: Ripper. Ripper. Uh, dip, dip, do, 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 do. sorry. We're, okay, we're looking for the the last. Here, you you vamp for a second. I'm, vamp lo- on I'm looking what? for the last question.
0: Um, vamping on. Oh, the weirdest story. So let's see. What's another good one that's really really strange? You know what's? You know what's? Here's a good one. And this goes to, to make the point. Is mist. Cause what is really the story of Mist besides you get put in this place and you have it's very similar to Minecraft and you just get plopped in this place, you have no idea what to do, there are no rules, there's nothing to tell you how to interact, you just kind of go. Man. And then all of a sudden you like get into a place and you see pictures come to life, and there's this guy who like keeps the books and the time and stories and <laughs> It's just crazy. Anyway. um, So many good
1: stories, or, or, uh, sorry, questions to think of. Um, Yeah, all right. Let's let's go with this one.
0: Or, you know what? Another good one is, you know, Guild Wars. I like the way that it transitions between pre-searing and post-searing. So you have the entire world changes halfway through the game. Not even halfway. A third way through the game. The entire world gets kind of changed by a huge event, and it's just awesome
1: anyway okay <clears throat> yes uh oh sorry i missed it what we got okay holy jorah holy jorah asks yeah. holy jorah <clears throat> yeah um what do you think about series video game series where the story between games are connected versus series where the games are essentially separate as well as how they both impact things um mm-hmm. So, like Final Fantasy, none of those games are really connected. It's episodic. Do you think it's better that it's episodic, or do you prefer serial games? Oh. There's not a lot of serial video game series, really, are there? I really? I to do that family. Game. No, seriously. <laughs> yes. Like?
0: The Elder Scrolls.
1: Uh, like they seriously... Yes. The story follows? Yes. It's okay.
0: all one giant freaking epic story. Okay. Uh,
1: Halo. Halo. Kingdom Hearts is serial to a fault because you—it's really difficult to jump into that, even if you have played all the games. It's um, difficult. To follow yeah, but the that thing story. is, man,
0: that's not—that's not what an episode really means, right? I mean, the no, idea I'm, is. I'm
1: thinking, I'm thinking episodic versus serial. Episodic is next generation. Serial is Deep Space Nine.
0: Yeah, I get you. You don't have to. You don't have to know anything about Elder Scrolls to play Skyrim. So I agree with that. Okay, I'm talking I'm about the games are a part of one giant epic universe, and it will definitely enhance your understanding to play them in order.
1: Okay, so this is. <laughs> I want some cereal now. This is okay. Very if good. anyone well is a fan, I'm going to liken this to sci-fi. I love. Um, I was going to say Battlestar Galactica, but I, was, I, I meant to say Babylon Five. But actually, both work. Yes, they're both very serial. If you jump I'm in the middle Super
0: Super <laughs> ethereal. If
1: you jump into the middle yep. of either of those series, it's gonna you're gonna have a bad time. It's gonna be difficult. Okay? As you're gonna opposed, have a bad time. As opposed to next generation Star Trek next generation. It's very episodic. Now I I don't know. It's but games games defy
0: that nature. And that's what, my point. What do you prefer? Like, if you have something like Final Fantasy where it doesn't matter,
1: you have to have both, I think, to have to have a good state of the video game universe. Well,
0: look at look at look at System Shock. System Shock and its spiritual successors have absolutely nothing to do with each other besides the ideas of milky solid mechanics. And how they how they come together, and then the universes that tie them together. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea of the setting, right, being such a big, important player in the in the series. System Shock is a spiritual successor. It feels just like you know, in, Infinite will feel a lot like Bioshock, which felt a lot like System Shock. Um, but they're not the same game.
1: I think I think you need both kinds of games, because uh, it depends on how you're feeling. It depends on how much time you have to put in. You know, yeah, I to get those really epic multi. Uh, game storylines like Kingdom Hearts. Sometimes you want that kind of real meat and potatoes and engaging, intriguing storyline. Sometimes you just want to play some Final Fantasy and play your Final Fantasy six, and then you don't have to worry about skipping to ten because they're not connected at all. You know, all right, you're right. Blah blah blah. Uh, second part of the question, though, and I think this is very interesting. What do you think of the concept of silent mains and their place in stories? Yep. So, for example, Link. Legend of Zelda, Chrono, and Grand Chrono Theft Plus. Auto Three, Clyde and Grand Theft Auto Three, but not uh, Tony. Versetti, anyone and, else and, in yeah, yeah, those yeah, uh, yeah. later Grand Theft Auto games? Damn. They all talk. What do yeah. you think about that? I personally am kind of sick of it. I understand the point of putting yourself in the character. I don't like silent mains. It's weird.
0: I'm I'm going to go the opposite way. I so uh, my favorite my favorite Grand Theft Auto game is Vice City, where he talks, but it went way overboard. Nico Bellic talks way too much. And and I actually It can longed, be certainly
1: done poorly. I longed
0: for the days of the original Grand Theft Auto where you were just this silent character that didn't care. You know, it wasn't like it's just trying to run in and run out, you know. And by the way, if any of you have seen the movie Drive or are going to see the movie Drive, Drive is a perfect example of me for me, of a game of a movie, not a game, that has a very, very silent protagonist but tells an amazing story. And I kind of long for that and it gets away with it and it does it really well. So for me, the silent protagonist is pretty awesome. Now, in Skyrim, the only reason that that you talk is when you do your shouts. So you you don't actively participate in the, right? Well, we already had that, you know. Fools, raw, right? Right. Um, But I I, I like that. You know, Link only makes noise in many of the Link games when he's thrusting his sword, you know. Hey, Ah, hey, hey, ah, PG, PG. ah you know
1: yes alright ah! that does it I think. Ah! You know what? let's end on a quick question from Sonic Rose mm-hmm. what do you guys think of the new actor for Hulk in the Avengers Mark Ruffalo oh, I thought he was awesome up.
0: although I would tell you Hulk and is I the would, breakout character in the Avengers Hulk is breakout character in the Avengers and it's done very very well I thought it was a great tie in I don't think it's the be- and I think it's the best iteration of the Hulk the best Hulk movie to this point for my money is the Ed Norton Hulk it's it's actually it's really Really? Well, there's Ang Lee.
1: Which was... No. That's Hulk. I know, but that's bad. And then there's Ed
0: Norton. Which was good. And then there's Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, but that, and the, and that, that was really the
1: Hulk movie. movie. That was the Avengers. He stole I'm the really show. In, he stole the show. He did. And I also credit Joss Whedon big for that. I do too. Uh, but I'm very uh, interested in uh, As much the as next... I have
0: hated Joss Whedon's work in the past, I'm going to stand here right in front of you before God and all of our fans. God and everybody. And say that I really enjoyed the way Joss Whedon tied this movie together because I think it could... It only... It could only work if someone that was a genius picked it up and worked on it. He really tied the room together. He did such a a, a tremendous job with this film. I am now a Joss Whedon fan. And I I would say... So now you're
1: going to watch Firefly? Fuck no. (laughs) No.
0: Don't even bother. It's awful. There's no way. All
1: right.
0: Anyway, I think we're done with that. Now that we're totally jumped off the uh, PG bandwagon at this point. Um, Thank you all for watching. Hey, by the way, we're doing this... We didn't even talk about the dates, right? So... We we did oh, yeah. this Are we, we did this on a as date? we normally do. Oh yeah, the Thanks. second and fourth week. No, no, first and third. First and third. We don't third. even know. I'm so sorry, my mind is shifted. We normally do the first and third, but E3 is coming up. Yes, and so we needed to alter the schedule for the Wednesdays that we do the podcast because we wanted to facilitate E3.
1: Yes. So this month we've moved things to the third and fifth Wednesdays, so that of the month, so that we can. Talk about pre E three, na post E three. So you
0: know a little bit about what to look for for next time, yes. where we will kind of talk up some of the hype mm-hmm. of what's surrounding the biggest video game time mm-hmm. of the year mm-hmm. besides Christmas time when everybody's buying it, right?
1: Oh yeah, but E three is more of a new bigger news. So we're gonna
0: pump things up. <clears throat> we're, no. ta- we're gonna try to talk a little bit. Maybe we'll do a little bit more of a question and answer next week uh, or next time. I should say not next week, but when we come back, we'll try to do a little bit more. Um, in terms of the questions because I think there's going to be a lot of stuff building up to E3 yeah, so, that we're all going to be thinking about
1: yeah there's going to be a lull before the storm so we're kind of going to th- so next week or not next week two weeks from now the th- we are going to have a, a an Echo Screen Live on the fifth Wednesday of this month yes we well, are pre-E3 show what are we going to expect what, you know, blah 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 blah. What do we think? We'll talk about matters. news,
0: but probably very little bit because most of the news will be E3. Yes, we'll talk a ton about some of the things that we're looking forward right. to E3. Might even talk about the significance of the show. Yep. And then we'll talk about we'll do Q and A where you guys can ask us whatever you want to ask us about what's coming up in E3, and we might have to look them we're up. Psychic. Because we um, don't know.
1: Yes, and then so and then I'll be going to E3 with Retroware TV with Pat uh, and the NES Punk and Eric from Let's Get. Uh, there will be three of us there. Uh, so we'll be doing a little bit of stuff there. Get some hands-on material. And then the third Wednesday of June. Yes. We So we're going to skip the first Wednesday of June. No Echo Screen Live then. But we'll be back on the third Wednesday with a post-E3 show to talk about the Wii U and how it's every everything you wanted it to be in a woman and more.
0: Or we'll crap all over it because it's a piece of garbage. More likely, I'll talk is, about how it's awesome, he'll crap all over right, it. Right, but I, I don't think, I don't know that's necessarily true. I kind of think the Wii U is pretty cool. Anyway, the point is that we're we'll done. talk about it whether it's good or crappy we'll talk about it. So, that's something to look forward to here on the Echo Screen live, the official podcast of the Clan of the Grey Wolf. Ding. Thanks for everyone coming. Yeah, thanks. And thanks for commenting. Guys, we got so many great questions this week that we couldn't answer. This is awful. I mean, I feel feel bad, bad cuz I wanted to answer more we, questions. we have
1: to have a full episode of just We're going to do an episode answer full answer of questions. You guys just are awesome. mark
0: your calendars. It's going to happen. Tell your friends, tell your wife, tell your kids. No, don't tell bad. everyone. Don't do that. It's going to happen.
1: Terrible. Don't do that. Anyway,
0: tell the people who you are. Rue, really? And I'm the Commodore from the Clan of the Gray Wolf. And there is no reset button.
1: Click. <laughs>